Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Candidly with Coffee. Oh, no. Is that your coffee or mine? It's mine. Can you grab mine? I will. Welcome back, everybody. Go ahead, grab it. We're back up in this. <laughs> you guys, I left Pot. my coffee. I'm going to go grab her. I'm going to go grab her. I left my coffee literally out of hand. That's a no, no. What are you waiting for? (laughs) We cannot be candidly with coffee and me not have coffee. This is like the only time I actually drink hot coffee is drink candidly with coffee. Otherwise, I drink cold coffee or energy drinks. Your energy drinks. Those damn energy drinks. Yeah, I, I'm I'm on the energy drink kick right now. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to the audience. Nothing wrong with that. Whatever, that whatever. Hey, whatever floats your boat, man. I, I, drink, I drink them. Monsters here and there, not very often, but here and there. Do you get them somewhere else? Yeah, yeah. I get them from oh. my academy where I train. CSA oh. he has them. So sometimes I buy one after I'm done. Uh, <clears throat> I'll grab them when I'm done working out. Um. Okay. So we are back in the pod. It is. Yes, we are. A little bit better weather, but man, California is getting, getting it, right? Yeah, we're going to end up in the ocean soon. We're gonna, I feel like the weight of the water is going to push us down into the ground. It's crazy. Sinkholes everywhere, out of nowhere. It's rivers, absolute insanity. Rivers. We're not made for this kind of weather. No. We're not used to it. So you got to understand the storm drains aren't clean. Yep. They're not prepared, <clears throat> you know? And so we usually have a drought every year. So it's causing like a lot of issues or whatever, you know. Yeah, it's always even something. as I was walking back from my dad's house, I was listening to it's so loud because the, there's so much water going into the storm drains. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Can you imagine it, what it looks like down there. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah. It was crazy, but it actually had me talking about. I was visiting my dad yesterday, and talking about weather, and I think we talked about it a few. <laughs> weeks ago here on the podcast but we saw that documentary on the um the what was it called not tornado but uh volcano oh volcano in new zealand yes and i knew that my dad we island had something to do with a volcano i didn't know what so i clarified the story yesterday okay so had it not been for the a volcano in the 50s my dad would have never come to america and you would never have been born. Isn't that crazy? And we wouldn't be here doing this podcast. So there was a volcano in the ocean near his island of Fayal in the 50s, in the mid-50s. Mm-hmm. And it caused massive destruction on the island because of ash. Ash was shooting into the air. And it um, was like have, houses were collapsing because they couldn't withstand the weight of the ash. Damn. And it ruined vegetation and farming and all of that. So the president of the United States signed an order that allowed um, a certain number of families, a certain number of adults to come to America. Crazy, dude. And that's how my dad came to America. Wow. Is that crazy? Yeah. So because of a volcano, because of a catastrophic event, my dad made it to America. It's just, I don't know. I get like my brain... I get like you know why that people kind of stuff like fucks me up. You know because you have to think about this. We're born here, so we don't know what that struggle is like. But to come to America from some islands way out in Portugal to America and not speak a lick of English, that's 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 tough to say. In no, the least. I get it. No, for sure. The whole, the whole journey of it, for sure. But what what messes me up like right now is thinking of is that whole sliding doors thing, the butterfly effect, the uh, sliding doors. Yeah. How yes. one small tiny thing that happens 
influences a a lifetime of stuff. Yes, true. You're right about that. It's just crazy. If you think about it like that and you... You know what I mean, right? By sliding doors. Yeah, Yeah. I know what it is. One little event. Yeah, it's just crazy. So it like, it it trips me out. I know. It trips me out. Like the little story my father told me that he came here once without my mother when he was 19. He was only here for like a month or, or so, month or two. Loved it, but decided to go back because he wanted to come back with my mother. Yeah. Five years later. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy because he went back for five years. That's a long Most time. Most people who make it to America do not go back for their girlfriends. No. I'm sorry. No, I mean, my dad didn't. You know, I wouldn't either. <laughs> if I came here, if I came here from, a foreign, from a, my, my homeland, I'm not going back. Yeah. I made it to America. I made it to the golden, to the ticket, lottery ticket. Sorry, but opportunities here are huge. Compared yeah, to most places on the world. I know, but it was just cool. I have to say I'm enjoying, um, my dad, my fam- my parents have fascinating stories, especially if you have like immigrant parents. Yes. Get the stories. That's my advice yes. to you. If you have elderly parents, do not let those stories die with them. No. I- I'm fascinated. We He told me so many things yesterday. We were looking at old pictures and he told me so many things I didn't know. And I thought it, it made sense. I'm like, no wonder. Like he also, he told me that my grandmother, my mother's mom never went to the hospital when she was pregnant with my mom. She hated doctors, go mm-hmm. figure, never went to the hospital. She had my mom when she, my mom, uh, she was only seven months pregnant. So my mom was a preemie. Whoa. My grandmother was very ill in the home. This is in the home because she never went to the doctor. She just literally got pregnant, had a baby at home, never went to the oh doctor. So, I mean, there's a lot that goes on with that. My mom ends up going to live with her grandmother, so on. There's lots of cool stories there, but it just made me think about my mom. And I was like, wow. So, Va, which is grandmother in Portuguese, I'm like, Va never went to the doctor. And he goes, well, neither did your mom. She didn't want to go when she was pregnant. I forced her. He said, I had to force her. Like, oh, no, you're pregnant. You got to go to the doctor. Yeah. She, he said she around. didn't want to go and she would use the excuse because when she got pregnant with my brother, my oldest brother, they didn't have insurance. My dad's like, I'll pay cash. You're going. Yeah. And he would like, I'm like, but dad, we know how mom is. Like, did did you go with her to make sure she actually went in? Because chances are she probably wasn't even going in because in the older later years, we caught my mom like pretending to go to the doctor a few yeah. times. But he said she never wanted to go even when she was pregnant through her pregnancies. So it, it goes to show why she never went to the doctor. Her mother never went to the doctor. It was like a fear passed on. She inherited on. that from her mother. Guess what? I had the same fear. Really? I just recently overcome my fear of going to the doctor. Really? Do you know of me to go to the doctor very no. often? But no. Do you know of me to go to the doctors? I have no, no fear of it. You have no fear, but I- But I know what you mean. But I didn't. I would, I, for many years, I didn't go and get the things I needed to get done, done. My, you know, my pap smears, things like that when I was in my 20s. And I, I did go religiously when I was pregnant, though. I did go when I was pregnant. But I did have anxiety around it, a lot yeah. of anxiety. So now I know. Makes sense. But anyways, don't let those stories die with your parents. Get no. the stories. Yeah, ask and, them. There's a lot of stuff we think you, you think you know because yeah. you're their kid. But there's a lot of stuff that they even forget to tell you unless you ask them. Yeah. So I, it just was a reminder yesterday, like ask the questions, get the stories, because it was fascinating. Yeah. 
Fascinating. And it's good quality time. Of course. It's a time where they can get their mind off of the present yes. and go back in time. Reflect a little bit, like where they come from, how far they've come. You know, like dad, that was a journey. Yeah. But it, there's an interesting phenomenon happening with my dad right now. I've noticed it, but I never talked about it with him. I never asked him. Cheers. He's speaking. Cheers. We're in Coffee. the middle of my story. We're not at that point yet. Um, he's He's been speaking Portuguese more than English. And I've noticed it lately. And it's fine because I understand him, right? We'll so it's fine. But yesterday, it was more than usual. Like he was full blown just going all out in Portuguese. I was like, dad, why aren't you talking in English? And he goes, what? He looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, why are you not speaking English? And he goes, I don't know. I thought I was. I was, it was a little scary to be honest. Dang, his brain went like on autopilot. Yeah, it's crazy. And so of course, you know me, the moment something happens, I research. I'm like, oh my God, is like he about to have a stroke or what's going on? It's, I guess it's normal in elderly um, you know, as dementia, you know, as early onset, like dementia type stuff, they do forget their second language and they will often go back to their native language. Wow. It's, you know, part of the process of being elderly and dementia and his illness and all of that. That's crazy. Isn't, Isn't it crazy? amazing that the brain knows all those years embedded in it, it goes back to its native language? Yeah. Like it just knows. I mean, he couldn't, the weird thing was he couldn't switch. I was like, dad, talk English. And he's like, looking at me like, I don't think I can. It's almost like when we have a brain fart where you know the answer, but you can't spit it out. I hate, it angers me. Like, I know it's on the tip of my tongue and yeah. I can't like get it out. It's like you have to go back in the files of yeah. the brain. Yeah. Anyways, it was, it was interesting. Um, all right. Hot coffee. Now let's cheers. Okay. Cheers in the middle of my sad story about my dad. It's hot the hot right. coffee, hot all right, hot off the presses, but it's not a, a happy thing. I I'm fascinated by true crime, as I know many people are. So I'm following that whole um, the Idaho murders, the Brian Koberger. Yeah, you get crazy over this stuff. You obsess almost. Oh, I love it. I I, I need do. to start. I actually made a note to myself to look up like Nancy Grace because back in the day when the Scott Peterson trial and all of that, I followed Nancy Grace, and I think mm. she's still on TV. I'm going to look she up is. her show. And follow it because I know she's probably deep in the trenches on this this whole thing. But oh, yeah. they arrested their suspect, Brian Koberger, and he left a their smoking gun at the residence. It was the sheath for his knife. Yeah. And it had his DNA in it. He wasn't so smart after all. Nope. They they think that he probably Oh, they got all the evidence too, I saw. They have video evidence of him going and leaving to the car. Yeah, so more stuff they have out. They have a few things. They they have his car was spotted in the area. Yep. His cell phone <clears throat> pinged in the area. Yep. On the his towers. on a month up to a month beforehand, he was stalking. His home, cell phone was pinging near the home, so he was stalking them for a while. I Crazy, wonder, right? I wonder what made him target that house or that group. What 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 set sights on that? I don't know. I hopefully that will come out. Like maybe it was some sort of jealousy, obsession. It was yeah. like the part. It was kind of like a known party house, college party house. Uh, um, I don't know because my thing. What has me thinking is someone who's committing their first murder. Would they go for a quadruple murder? Like, is there other crimes that led up to this that they haven't that are unsolved? 
I'm sure they're probably looking into that, but that would be really interesting too. I mean, you don't just go out and randomly kill four people on your first kill. That's pretty brave. Unless he's been killing animals and practicing like most serial killers do. That's the only other that's the only way. Yeah, what what didn't what's his name? His father taught him that? What's that one serial killer? Oh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, yeah, him. Yes. Killed animals first, right? Yes. Or something like that. Yes. He okay. killed he was obsessed with um what is that called? Road Taxidermy. Kill? Roadkill? Roadkill. Yes, roadkill. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Actually, the the Dahmer documentary just won a Golden Globe, and like some of the victims' families were pretty upset about it. I bet. So you have to go back in this dude's history and see: Has he ever been in trouble as a kid? Has he ever been a good cop? Like, um, killing animals or even doing anything harm to them? You know, you got to go back. You just don't randomly wake up. Okay, I'm stalking this house. I'm gonna kill four people. That's hard to do, and yeah. not wake someone up. Well, he had a PhD. I think a PhD or a master's or whatever in criminology. So he's, de- he's obsessed with like murders and things. And I don't know if this has been proven. So he thought he was going to be the next Ted Bundy, huh? But the speculation is that he was actually participating in forums on like talking about the murders as, as an interested party. Yeah. I but heard not, about that. Yeah. So people, I was, I was watching that on TikTok. You know, of course, TikTok is all over They're psychotic. It. They also go back to the scene of the crime. He did go back. He'd see? And they'll they be in the, in the audience. Back. They'll be in the crowd, chilling, knowing that the cops did and everything. I, it, it, it's like an arousal for them. Yeah, he actually even made a comment to a neighbor and said, hey, how about those, how about those murders? You know, about the Idaho murders. Must have been a crime of passion. That's what he told the neighbor. So, like, he's commenting on it. People are, like, tripping out on that, and that's actually very common. He's a narcissistic Yeah, because murderers man. like that, stranger murders. So like true, like there's two types of murders. There's people like who kill like their wives and their family annihilators and those kind of people. But then there's the like the people that kill strangers. Those are like the serial killer type. Yes. They are usually narcissistic sociopaths. And so because of that, there's certain things they do. They want to see themselves on TV. They want to collect the news clippings. Yes. They want to be famous. Yes. They love to get a name. Notice that they haven't given this guy a name because it was only one crime. Mm-hmm. They just call it the Idaho murders. Is this case federal or state? Do you know? State. State? But what happened? But he crossed state lines. That's what I thought. I think it's state, though. Uh, I think it's state. It's back to, he's in, uh, he's been extradited back to Moscow, which is... The Idaho Police That's Department. That's funny, Moscow. Moscow, Idaho. Yeah. Put Moscow, Idaho on the map. I know. Who would have thunk Moscow, Idaho? No one even heard. It's one of those things like, huh? What? Where? I know. And he, there was actually two additional people in the house. So the, spec, the curiosity there is why didn't he finish the job? I don't think he knew that there was two more in the house. The girl, because the one of the people who survived, she saw him, but there's no proof that he saw her. It was a dark hallway. She saw his face, was able to give a description to the um, the police department. So it's a party house. You probably thought it was just somebody. Right, because a random. lot of people are kind of talking crap about the roommates and like, why didn't they know? If they she saw him, why didn't she call the police? There's a stranger in the house. Hello, do you not understand? It's a party house. In the middle of the night, people will come in and out, drinking, stay till four in the morning, spend the night. It's not like normal living. Like you go home, you lock your doors at night. No, unfortunately, a lot of these frats and these party houses, they don't even lock their doors. No, because it's like- yeah. In a house like that, there's tons of rooms. People have guests. Yes. You, you drink. You come back after a party. Of course. 
It's a party house. It's a different, you're thinking about like you're at home with your kids and your dogs and your husband. No. 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 It's not like that. No, it's totally different. I used to do security, not to get off topic, but I did security for the Berkeley once many, many years ago when they would throw big ass parties. Me and my friends would do security mm-hmm. for those frat house parties and they're wild. And we didn't know, we, any, we let anybody in because we didn't know who, we just were there to keep the peace if somebody got out of hand. But yeah. we weren't checking people to see if they belonged to this party, if they knew anybody, which people were just coming randomly. Party there, a few drinks and they leave and they go to the next house. It was crazy. I never witnessed that. I've never been to college. So I'd see oh, them yeah. from house to house, party. Yeah, so it's like that in like Chico. Chico State is a known like yes. party school. A lot of my and, friends like, went there. Mm-hmm. A lot of like parties, like house Lots. to house to house. Yes. I know um, someone who went to Santa Barbara too and she said it was like that there, like mm-hmm. just party house. Yeah. But even like I try to put myself in the shoes. Like when we lived in Vegas, we had a roommate who partied and he had guests in and, and out. Some. Yeah. And he was down the hall. Um, in the if we were awoke in the middle of the night by maybe a little loud noise or something like that, and I peeked out and I saw someone in the hallway, I wouldn't automatically think anything. I would go back to my room, lock the door, and go to bed because I would think, mm. oh, he just had guests or they're partying or whatever. Yeah, I wouldn't think anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have to. It's so quick to judge. I don't know. People are just so quick to judge. I know, right? Like, oh, they must be suspects. They're they're this, they're that. Like, relax. Like, yeah. you know, they obviously they've been through something now extremely traumatic. You'd be, you, and, and everybody assumed that it was possibly the roommates that survived. It's like, wait a minute, would they be that stupid, arrogant, and careless to kill someone they live with? Come on, man. Of course they're gonna be suspect number one. You'd be an idiot to do that. Yeah, and like for what? There's like they can find zero mode. Obviously, they had to clear them because yes. you know, of course, you know, just like if. Uh, didn't you tell me of someone who's who uh, an accidental an accidental death or supposedly accidental a, a friend or something like that? Not uh, a friend, but someone you know from fighting or something. There was a case in Mexico. I don't know the dude, but I know of him. He's yeah. I don't want to say his name. Yeah, well, you just don't he's know. A, he's a, he's an ex MMA fighter. Got into a fight with his girlfriend in Mexico. This is the story I heard. Got a little aggressive. What he told the cops, this is what, this is what my friend told me, is he basically, it was an accident. He pushed her so hard, but he pushed her in the shower. Now, she slipped and fell and banged her head and died. That's going to be tough. Because that could be true. He's American and he's in Mexico. Yeah, because the shower's slippery. I almost fell in the shower the other day. It's real yeah. slippery. It could absolutely be true, but it could be a good story, too. Yeah. So then what happens in stuff like that is it's going to be, they're going to check text messages, history. Is someone having an affair? Is, mm-hmm. you know. Deep. Um, but if you have a good lawyer for something like that, that, that there's a lot of reasonable doubt there. Mexico, though, babe, and he's American. I don't. Think so it'll be tried in Mexico. Totally different. The crime happened in Mexico. Yes, it's all Mexican. I territory. wonder what like Mexican, like courts are like. I know. Like, what's the judicial system Compared like? To ours. Yeah. No. There's another. Uh, <clears throat> they have a warrant out for another of American. Another American dude. He killed his girl over in Mexico too, but he fled. He's not in Mexico no more. But Mexico has a warrant out for him. He's probably here in the U.S. He's American. Then we came back to the U.S. Of course. I'm. We, I mean, yeah. And I don't know how that works. Extradition. I don't. I don't know. It's. It's a weird one. Not too many Americans go over and, and commit crimes. Yeah, in I guess Mexico, my point is like anyone that's around. If someone passes away or gets murdered or dies even by accident, yes. the people that are around, they they have to be cleared. You're mm-hmm. automatically kind of. You have to be clear. Not that you're a suspect, because they have to. They usually will officially name someone a suspect, but person of interest. Yeah. But you have to clear 
the people that are around. So they had to be cleared. And the not roommates. to get too off topic, but that dude Twitch going back to his suicide. He, he went to that motel a mile away from his house, a hotel motel. So that way, when they found him, he's separate from his wife. Even yeah. though they're probably lightweight, she's a suspect. Not really. Because mm-hmm. once they figure out the investigation, he did all that on yeah. his own. Yeah, you create Single distance. gunshot wound. I actually yes. read that That's somewhere. That's what I did. Created distance. In, the, um, in researching like suicide type stuff and stuff, I read mm-hmm. that. That yes. typically they will create a separation a distance from family from, yes. from when doing something like that. And that's yes. why it's so common True. to check into a motel that accepts cash. Yep. You know, I and know. that, I mean, that's what I, I immediately, that's why I immediately looked for you in motels because I, I looked it up. You know, the first thing in, that they I said do, that you looked it up back then. Yeah. That's why that's I knew exactly to go to motels. What I did too. Cash motel. And I even asked the d- motels. I asked, uh, I asked them. Yeah. You know, I went to several, Tyler went with me, went to all the motels in the area. I, what I did was I went to where you were last. I asked them to tell me which direction you left from the cameras. Mm-hmm. After you left, it was like a pizza spot or something. Yeah. And then I went along that road and stopped at all of the, there's a lot of hotels over there by Landis or whatever. There's a, there is a lot of little yes. motels and stuff. So I went yeah. along that road and I stopped at those. But then I started to go to ones in San Jose and I, I, I actually was very close. I was at a sister, you're a like sister a, location. You're like a detective. I was right? on it. You're like a fed detective. You'd I would have been, been a good. Oh, hundred percent. You would be detective. Like you're very sharp, attention to detail. Yeah, like I did all of the things that, like you know, I I checked charges. I checked the you know, cell phone bills. I checked I checked everything immediately. Like I was on. I was hot on. The, I knew you were going to do that. Hot so on I, the so case. I did cash. As crazy as in my mind was, I I knew. You Not knew I would card. be like on yeah, it because you turned off your phones immediately. Yes. Because I was already trying to locate your phone within. It's not like eventually you turn off your phone because you knew I'm going to be looking for you. Mm-mm. You did it immediately because mm-hmm. I was looking for you within an hour. Mm-hmm. As soon as you were late, I was looking for you. I knew. I know. And because I know, you know, you know, like it's funny because I. You know me all too well. And you know, I don't disappear. Yeah. If I have a plans with you, we're going to have lunch or we have a birthday. I don't flake. I'm not that guy. Mm-mm. If I'm running late, I call you if something happens. No, my, hey, babe, my investigative uh, you have the intuition stuff kicked in. Yeah, I told you my ex-husband he used to call me Marsha Clark. <laughs> Marsha Clark. <laughs> you got that? Yeah, you do. Some people have it. You, you got to understand too, though. You were around law enforcement somewhat. Yeah. So you kind of got a taste of it out there. Your instincts, intuition. Yeah, I don't know, but I think some of that is just in you. It's either in you or it's not. Yeah, some people are aloof. They're just so. They walk out the doors of society, out into society, leave their house, and they're so aloof. They're not aware of their surroundings. Yeah. They're not aware of nothing. I can be, though. You can be. I can because I get inside my head and I deepen my thoughts because Alyssa tells me I'm aloof sometimes. She's yeah. like, Mom, you got to pay attention. You do. You can't be on your phone, out in public, or stand on the corner and not paying attention. It's, we're in a different era. Somebody will pull over and rob your ass on that corner. You got to pay attention. Yeah, like I'm not, like one thing I wouldn't be good at is like identifying someone. So say like I was at the nail salon and there was a suspect in there. And so the police questioned us. Did you see what were they wearing? What were, I would know nothing. I would not be able to name one single person that was in the nail salon. I wouldn't even probably be able to tell you who did my own nails. Guess what? They did a study once on that to test people how aware they were. 
95 percent of them got it wrong on public yeah. they even they even put them in scenarios to see if they could remember who the suspect totally was. wrong and totally here's wrong. the thing you that's can what's be scary co- that's totally the wrong. thing back in the day yep. a lot of people especially people of color people latinos brown skin black people they were they would get convicted off of supposed eyewitnesses eyewitness accounts when all they were was just pushed in the you right want, direction you want to know the dirty trick they did back then so i'm gonna place my hand behind your back i'm gonna, I'm gonna just go full four fingers that, that means suspect number four in the lineup yeah i'm real close to you i'm le- tapping letting you kind of guiding you they did dirty tricks they like did that. that oh yeah they did a lot of dirty tricks and you almost Coerced feel like them. yeah they would they would so they would get these false eyewitness accounts and yes. stuff and a lot of people are still in prison because convictions of convictions based on false eyewitness testimony is so sad it's bullshit Straight yeah. up. You can mess with memories and yes. mess with, mm-hmm. you can create false yes. memories or you, you could be told like a false story and years and years go by and then you recall it as a memory, but really it's just a story. Yep. You know, another thing that's an interesting phenomenon is like, um, sometimes I'll remember things that happened before I was born. And why is that? Because my dad was really good at family. He had family. He would film a lot of family events and family videos and things like that. Uh So like recently he even asked me, do you remember who, I don't know, this old couple was? And I was like, I do. I do remember them, Bobby and whatever, you know, like, and I was like, yeah, I remember. And then as we figured it out, I'm like, no, but they died before I was born. But I was like, but I remember because I watched them in the home videos. Oh, wow. So you actually end up thinking it's a memory but it's not a memory it's a Uh memory that you watched on a video Uh, it's not a memory i see it's not a true thing that i experienced it's something i watched yeah so that can be manipulated and i think that now they're kind of more on to that it's a little more yeah lawyers are good about picking that kind of stuff apart but back in the day an eyewitness account was like oh golden yep a smoking gun in a case now it's dna dna and that's yeah. where this guy is going to lose his case. Yeah, he's going to. DNA. But how do you explain, know how do you explain your, your sheath is there with your no, DNA? No, but you Nancy can't. Grace, I saw a quote that came across. That's why I want to watch her show. She said that I hope they have a lot of evidence because DNA on a knife sheath in the home can be explained away a thousand different ways. She said that. You know, it's crazy, but you, that's why it's interesting to well, like, they're watch. Po- they're piling it all on. All the evidence. Yeah, Not so just I'm that. sure they have more, but she's that wouldn't be to me. It's like that's that's enough, but no, it's not. Because how are you going to explain the murderer who doesn't know these people? Doesn't live to, in Idaho. Yeah, listen, there's another state. How are you going to explain that? But apparently, there's ways. That's why I want to find her show and watch it because I want to know. But she obviously, you know, she's she knows he, she believes him to be guilty, but mm-hmm. she was just saying like there should be. Hopefully they have more evidence. Yes. And Never I, rely on just one And thing. I actually, I hope it's a televised trial. I hope so. Because I will. A lot of judges like that. You know why? Because they get famous. Famous and they write books and make more money than they made yeah. on the bench. Like the, the sure. judge. Uh, judge Edo? Yeah. Yeah. He got hella famous. Oh, he got so, he was a fame whore though. Totally. He, he, he fell into the trap. Oh huh? yeah. Big time. Like forgot he was a judge. Yeah. All right. We are moving on. So you know how we've been talking about lately your cold showers? Yeah. You're still suck. doing that, right? I call, AKA the suck. Going through the suck. Yes. Um, that That's the only me, way to explain it, it. It had me curious about it. So like, I was like, what is it? What's the thing about this that makes, you know, what are the benefits? So I started looking into it 
And um, it brings me to our topic today, which is hacking our happiness hormones. Hacking our hormones. Mm -hmm. Doing things that are, you know, everyone loves to talk about hormones all the time. Like, oh, hormones, my hormones are stopping weight loss. My hormones this in a negative way. Let's talk about them in a positive way. And the things we can do to hack them. 2023, leave the negative behind. Speaking of yours. Speaking of mine. Those cold showers give you a dopamine dump. Yes. A dopamine is a reward chemical. Really? Dopamine is also the thing that uh, um, addicts get. Yes. So addicts get dopamine dumps from whatever they're addicted to when they do it. So, uh, you know, from a drug use, a shopping addiction, you know, whatever the addiction, it's a dopamine dump that they're getting from that. So instead of getting it from thing, way, things that are not good for you, mm-hmm. You can still get those dopamine hits from things that are good for you. And that cold that cold therapy thing or whatever that yeah. you're doing yes. is that's one of the things that you get. Within 15 minutes of waking up right to the cold shower, you guys. So dopamine is the reward chemical, right? So some of the other things that they say give you dopamine are listening to music. I believe with this one, listening to music. Because oh, if you yeah. listen to a good song, Dude. like it Something and you're happens out, inside of you. You yeah. push the intensity. Yeah. Naturally, without even knowing you're doing it, just because you're feeling yourself, the song. Yes. Yes, I love it. And for me, also, like, completing, like, an Orange Theory class, mm. that's a dope, completing it is the dopamine. Yes. But you, just the fact of having a class, and we'll talk about some of the other hormones in a second, but releases several hormones throughout really? the class. And that's why it's so, reward, it's so rewarding, so many different things in one in one Orange Theory class, I'm going to get dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins. Like, that's like the trifecta. That's why I love going to back class. That's why I those classes, workouts. if you could get yourself in a routine, you're going to get addicted to those hormones. And you're Facts. getting them in a good, positive way, ways that are good for you, not bad for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but on dopamine, another way to get a dopamine dump is by trying something new. Trying something new would give you dopamine dump like i wonder i wonder what that i wonder you think so possibly yeah i believe it let's just say i don't know you want to you want to take on mountain biking and you enjoy trail riding on your mountain Mm -hmm. bike you get a rush from that's dope oh yeah excited for sure you get excited i think even like a new a new outfit a yes. new clothing outfit. You always could, say that. You always say you get motivated to work out when you get a new outfit. Yeah, I think it's dopamine though, specifically. Yeah. Sp- yeah. Also, it says here doing something creative kind of gets, it, it releases dopamine. For me, I definitely think dopamine is released when I organize something. Yeah, you get it. You like that. When I clean something, mm-hmm. when I organize something, when I'm finished cleaning the house and I light a candle at the end, ooh, I feel, I literally can feel the dopamine. Yeah. It's a beautiful feeling. So if you're feeling down in the dumps and you like think about all the different things, like, hey, you know what? I'm feeling like shit right now. I need a little dopamine. How do I get it in a healthy way? Yeah. Take a cold, let me go take a cold shower. Yeah. Let me clean the house. Let me organize something and light the candle. But what? Check this out. I, I do the cold shower. That's all good and all, but I'm not, I didn't do it for those reasons. I know. I do it because it's the challenge. It's hard. It hurts. But it feels good after, right? Yes. Your skin feels like it's almost, 
stinging on fire from the cold, but then it warms. It, what it does is your internal. It's weird. It like, it's like it warms your internal temperature. So when I get out of the shower, usually you're, you know how you're quick uh-huh. to. I'm not cold at all. I'm actually warm. But it's, you it's feel weird. good. In addition to yes. those things. The challenge of it, going through the suck. You're yes. not realizing it, but it's a dopamine release that's yes. happening. And that's why you feel so good after you come out and you have a huge smile on your face all the time. Yeah. I, I don't re- Do I? Yeah. I didn't realize You're it. like just so happy. I'm ready to go. I'm like bouncing. It's like natural caffeine. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm in there. I'm Very sh- interesting. Your, your body's shivering from the cold. It's supposed to do that. And the reason I'm doing cold showers for now, I'm, I want to graduate to ice baths. Where your whole body submerged minus up to your throat. And then that's when you go to the real suck. That's next level. That's my next level to conquer. Oh, yeah. Like I've the never full done plunge. One. Yeah. That's going to be even colder. But the, the cold shower is a good warm up to get to the yeah. ice bath, to get yourself trained mentally, physically. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I never say never, but it's not on my list. I'd rather organize something. Oh, most people for think my, I'm crazy. Like, what? For the my hell? Why would you do that? You're, you're crazy. And I'm like, try to explain to them. I'm like, dude, it has benefits to it, man. All right, so the next one is serotonin. Serotonin. Serotonin is the the mood, the good mood hormone. So serotonin is the chemical that goes into overdrive when people take drugs like ecstasy and oh my god, and um, MDMA. Yes, love it. But it it creates like the surge of serotonin. But why people that are coming off of those kind of drugs go they're depressed is because you depleted your serotonin, and it takes a while for your body to reproduce it. And if you abuse the drugs constantly, your body stops making serotonin on its own. Yeah, same thing with bodybuilders who abuse steroids. Eventually, your body stops producing starts stops producing the hormone. So you've been giving it. exogenously mm-hmm. so your body no longer you know makes it endogenously yeah and if your body starts producing serotonin you're in trouble yeah you're, you're in going trouble. down that dark hole yes that's, so that's dangerous so if you are in a crappy mood though like on a normal day-to-day life you know how some you know how some days you're just like damn i'm in a bad mood i know like i don't like this feeling no. how can you hack the serotonin hormone vitamin d Get some sunlight. Go outside and walk. Um, also, like they call it, they say earthing. So earthing would be like walking with bare foot, you know bare about feet that, huh? on grass or yes. dirt. Like yes. being one with the earth yes. helps. Um, we train Muay Thai barefoot. Meditation helps like clear your mind, like meditate, do one of those little app things. I just recently did one of those and it actually was very soothing i need to get i that's the next thing i want to conquer is meditating first thing in the morning though after my cold shower after cold showers first yeah after your cold shower and then some sun so it says if you can if you can go sit out it's within a few minutes of waking up if you have access to the sunlight or you know go watch the sunrise it's actually a very good way to start the day with some nice boosts of serotonin you're automatically gonna get serotonin when you wake up but you, as soon as your eyes see light, your serotonin starts to yes. produce. See light. That's so true. Go, darkness and sleep, it's melatonin. Mela. Mellowing you out. It's mellowing you out. That's, that's how you think about it. But as soon as you see light, it's serotonin. That's why you don't want light in the middle of the night when you're trying to sleep because your body will start producing serotonin. When you're trying to sleep, you don't want to be in a good mood. <laughs> no, you don't want to be all happy. You're not trying to be in a good mood. Go lucky and up with yeah. No, you want you're powering down. Your also, systems. people think that um, it's that hormones and I mean, these types of things just happen in the brain. 
but they don't. It's actually in the gut. Serotonin is also in our gut. Yes. It's part of our digestive yes, system. Yes, it is. A lot happens in our digestive system. Yeah, and it's actually why the increase in serotonin, that the surge of serotonin that you get after you take, like, if you take a recreational drug like MDMA or, or ecstasy, mm-hmm. a lot of people will end up in the toilet. Yes. Because that's happening True. in your stomach. Your digestive system, the serotonin overdrive will make you nauseous or have diarrhea. Yep. We've seen it happen. Yes, I have. I absolutely have. Or throw up. We've seen that happen Just, too. Uh, vomit. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it sometimes is, it's very appetite suppressing, serotonin. I was about to ask you that because I asked you that question a long time ago. How come we're not hungry immediately after workout? I yeah, mean, immediately. When you're working out, you do um, generate serotonin. That's another thing that happens when you're working out. Workout is one of those trifecta ones. You're going to get multiple releases of happiness, good mood hormones, pain relieving hormones. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the hormone production in your gut, it will suppress your appetite for some time. So that's why you're not often super hungry right away, right after no, a workout. I'm up I'm by hours sometimes, even yeah. two, mm-hmm. where I'm really like, feel like yesterday I was like that. I wasn't hungry till a couple hours later. So I didn't yeah. force it. I'm like, if I'm not hungry, what am I going to eat? I don't no, want to force it. There's no reason to. No. There's no reason to ever force feed. Mm-mm. Okay, so the next one is endorphins while we're on that. So endorphins are a pain reliever hormone. So endorphins is what we experience when taking, why addicts get addicted to like pain medications and Norcos is yeah. endorphins. They're, they're getting addicted. It's that uh, the endorphin release. It's a pain reliever hormone. And some other things though that are a good way to bring on endorphins or exercise for sure. So our body releases endorphins when we exercise. Yes. Um, also, it says here taking a hot bath, like a relaxing bath or sitting in a hot tub or a sauna. True. So that's, that's good interesting. for nighttime. Yeah. Not daytime. Relaxing. Yes. You want to do that at um, nighttime. Daytime, but cold. also it says yoga, specifically yoga releases endorphins. That's the next thing I'm going to conquer. And laughter. I'd, laughter, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that one. Well, that's what they say. Laugh and smile every day. Don't have your frown down. Frown up. Yeah. Very good for the mentals. That's what I learned. You look at yourself in their mirror and just smile. Tell yourself it's going to be a good day. Yeah. So I guess it's interesting because if you're thinking of, if you're sitting in a mood or low energy or whatever you're feeling, I guess think about the hormone that you want to produce to feel better and then think about all of these different things you can do to bring it on naturally. Our yeah. body is just pretty amazing. Yeah, and if you're feeling down and you want to watch something, go go find some comedy. Go find some Dave Chappelle on YouTube and laugh. He'll yeah. make you laugh. I promise and you, you that. there you go. There's endorphins. Yep. That's it. That's what I like to do. I like to see like positive things, laugh. The next one is oxytocin. It's a love hormone. So spending time with people you care about, um, affection, doing something nice for someone, animals, animals, a big one, animals. Yes. This is why animals gravitate towards people that also love animals because when someone sees an animal and they love animals, they release oxytocin and the animal can smell it. Yeah. Like for example, I take Pablo with me to my academy he's so loved there he gets so much attention it's crazy like look at this little guy he's just mm-hmm. soaking it all up 
Yeah. But he's also, like you said, he's also sm- smelling their oxytocin. Yeah, he's smelling it. Or, so have you ever seen someone go, ha, ha, oh, how cute, <laughs> cute dog, but they don't really like the dog and respond. the dog snaps at them? Yeah. You know, because they know that you don't like them. You can't fake out a dog's nose. That's, that's true. They huh? know. I never knew that. That's right. why, like, they can, you know, like, they know. So if it, your dog is responding weird to someone, it's because they know that they don't like them. Yeah. Because they're not showing, they're not releasing that love hormone towards the animal. So they think, huh, they don't like me. They can be a foe. They're not a friend. So they're that's a why foe. little kids accidentally get bit a lot because they don't yeah. know how to approach a dog. And or they they're stick nervous, their hands up. right? If they're nervous, yes. they're not releasing oxytocin. They're releasing other types of, you yes. know, maybe cortisol. Yes. Dogs can smell cortisol too. That's not a happiness hormone. So it's not listed here in my happy hormones, but cortisol is a hormone. That's what, you know, cracks me up. When people like they just use the word hormones so flippantly, yes. there's hundreds of hormones. Hundreds. There's so many hormones. There's a lot going so on. So people are like, oh, my hormones are messed up. Really? What hormone yeah, and why? Break it down. Elaborate. Break it down. What hormones and what is it doing exactly? Yeah. And why do you think it's messed up? You're just spewing to spew. Because You're just it's talking cool. out of your side of your neck. Because you it sounds like a, a yeah. an easy way to explain why you are too lazy to go to the gym. That's it. You're just too lazy. Whatever. I don't know. Look at the you mirror I mean? and blame yourself. Point. What do we do? Point the finger at yourself in the mirror, but how many are pointing back at you? I Use just think trait. it's funny because it's become a, one of those like buzzwords. People like to say hormones. Just women or men doing just this Just people too? in general like people. to say my hormones are I never messed said up that. or my hormones are the. There's so many hormones and, you know, it's just people just like to say they're messed up because they. What do you always know. say to people, babe, if they think their hormones off of the questioning? Go get your what done. Blood yeah, your work. blood work done. See what's going on. Blood yeah. work tells you. Do what's you going have on. an issue? Is it your thyroid hormone specifically? Uh-huh. Is it underactive, overactive? Yep. It you know Hypo, what? Hyper. Do you one? have a lot of cortisol? Like, but there's no magical you know fix for that either. You have to just learn how to manage stress. But yep. again, certain hormones then are vilified. Like cortisol, seen like oh, it's a bad hormone. No, no it's not. Negative. Nope. It's bad when you have it when you're not supposed to have it. Mm-hmm. When you are trying to wind down for the day and your cortisol is elevated because you're extremely stressed out after a hard day at work, that's a problem. Yeah, That's when you need to lower cortisol, take a warm bath, mm-hmm. you know, do something to relax, meditate, release some other hormones that Me. are going to counter Me that, that, that cortisol a little bit. Um, but, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just bad when you have it when you're not supposed to have it. Yeah. You know, it's just like serotonin. It's a good hormone, right? It's a it's a happiness yes. hormone. It's a feel good hormone. But you don't want to have a surge of serotonin when you're trying to go to sleep because no, you won't sleep. Negative. You'll be up. You'll be want to go party and pop bottles at the nightclub. You'll have insomnia, and then yes. what will happen? You won't sleep, and then what will happen? Your cortisol levels will be high. Yes. You'll be then you'll have cravings. Then you'll just be com- and then you'll be in a bad mood because you didn't sleep. Mm-hmm. So now you're you're lacking. Now when you want the serotonin, you don't have the serotonin. Now your cortisol is high. See, it's all like a, it's like like levers think about all these hormones as like yeah and also like people think about what do you when you hear stress what do you know what do you associate that with negative or positive negative okay well we're working out what do you think your body's doing it's stress it's a good stress it's right. also releasing cortisol while you're working out yeah. by the way and people. we need it we want it cortisol yes. gets us out of bed in the morning cortisol and serotonin those are the things that get elevated in the morning when the sun comes up they get us out of bed yeah so, you know, it, the most important thing that I believe when it comes to making progress on your goals and 
fitness goals and things like that is not just doing the stuff that you think is the right thing to do, but knowing why you're doing things. Yes. Don't be blind going into it. Know what you're doing. Starting to understand it. So like, know why, why do I feel good after a workout? Why should I not skip this workout right now? Yes. Why should I push forward even though it's raining and cold and I woke up late? That was me that was yesterday. Um, it was raining, cold, and I woke up way late. I did not have any time to like wake myself up so, before I had to run out so the door. So you kind of went to the, like me, we both kind of had experience. We both kind of went to work. I a little bit teed off. I wasn't the best of mood yesterday either. Mm-hmm. I was fighting to get to the gym. Oh, yeah. Freeway was full of traffic. Same. That pissed me off. Then when I got off the exit traffic, I'm like, where the hell are these people going? Why, you yeah. going the same direction as me? I'm yeah. getting angry. Like, I want to get to the gym. Yeah. Once I got there, I killed it in my workout. Yeah, Gone. I found myself. Done. It's funny because it's like you do a lot of self-talk. And I think it's important yes. to learn how to self-talk. Okay? Learn how to sit there and have conversations with yourself in your head. Because I thought to myself for a brief moment like maybe I should just skip the weather's bad I woke up late but then I was like wait a minute no because what am I going to do if I skip what what is that how is that going to make my day better it's not you're going to be pissed off you missed your work I'm going to go back to bed what am I going to do yeah I'm already up I'm just going to fart around a little longer then I'm going to be in a bad mood because I missed my workout I'm not going to get that dopamine dump I'm not going to get the endorphins Mm. dump I'm I'm just going to like there's no good that's going to come out of it so you got to kind of like make that switch in your in your head and you have to learn how to do that like a lot. Like a, do that a lot. Like if you're debating whether or not you're going to give in to you know a plate full of cookies, stop and think about it. Like is it really worth it? Yeah. Like is that really going to be like it's going to be a mi- literally I'm going to eat that cookie in 10 seconds. Is it worth feeling guilty after feeling whatever? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, if no. you're going to feel those things, don't have it. Only have it if you're not going to feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Be mindful because it's easy to just throw things in your body. You have to, you have to learn. People don't learn, learn about your body. This is your vessel, your vehicle. Mm-hmm. Invest in yourself. Learn. Take some time to learn about yourself. What works, what doesn't learn, but people don't. I was just talking to my friend this morning while I was walking. I was like, you know, people are quick. They'll be quick to invest in their clothes, their cars. Their house is everything but themselves. Mm-hmm. Makeup, whatever, hair, nails, mm-hmm. but not their health. They could care less. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is the most important. Is They'll you. watch a YouTube tutorial on how to get beach waves in their hair and how to use their Dyson air wrap or how to do a makeup look, but they won't take some time to learn about how to control stress and how to reduce cortisol and how... You know how I mean? to make my mind stronger. That's why I do this cold stuff for mental fortitude. Everything I do that's hard is for my mental fortitude. Mm-hmm. I, I know there's benefits behind it all, but that's mm-hmm. that, that's not the reason why I'm, I'm doing it. That's for not you, my why. For you, it's very important. Mine's for focus, my mental for health. For sure. I want to I be able to knock out these demons or, or these bad thoughts. Keep them away. Get in front of keep, them. Yeah, keep them away. Don't yeah. let them enter the, the mind, my, my frequency. I want to operate on a high frequency, not low. Society's on a low frequency. They're arguing over things that doesn't concern them. They're online fighting over politics. Mm-hmm. It's all operating on a low frequency. Yeah. I want to operate on a high frequency. Right. Much better. Yeah. And whenever I see like a negative comment from someone, that's the first thing I think about. Like, ooh, like, wow. What kind of like- Low frequency. Low frequency are yeah. you on that you yes. took time out of your day to write something negative? Like you are sometimes. like- Yeah. Like, I like, feel just, for you. you. Like, whoa. Like you're levels below. Yes. You're on a low operating frequency. So your life- 
you know, it can't be happy. We won't be in the same room when we both leave this earth. No. I'm just saying that right now. We're it, not going to be in the same It can't be happy. Tier. You can't be in a happy place if you're saying negative things to people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't spend my time, any time, any time on spewing negativity on people. Yeah. Because guess what? That's not making that person or persons feel good. Yeah. Uplift, not downlift. Uplift. Lift right. them up. Don't, right. Don't push them down. I think a lot of people love pushing people down. Well, they, they like they're feeling pull- above and, uh, you, It's not really pushing them down. It's pulling them down. Oh. Right? I got you. Pulling right? them down. Come to my level. Because it's mostly people are wanting to bring people down yes, with them. you're right. Usually people that are above, they are pulling people up. Yep. That's what I try to do. Or climbing. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. Yes. They're try- I'm, I try to do that. I want to pull people up up with me like come learn what i've learned because of what i went through do Mm -hmm. what i do that's that's helping me so i don't have time for negative stuff you know i'm i'm here to help inspire that's it inspire inspire i don't if you don't want to be like you know uplifted if you don't want to come with that's fine but then i just don't want anything to do with you no at all I'm cool. I stay away from negativity, negative people. No. I will not engage in debates. Nope. I will not go on other people's pages and enforce my own opinion. If I disagree, I will just stay out of their house. That's it. Stay out of their house. That's I don't, I don't argue over politics, no. religion, and nope. BS. I don't waste I don't. my time with none of that. Conspiracy I, theories, none of that. I'm cool. No. I don't. It's I don't have any time for any of that in my life. And I'm just, like you said, you're trying to operate on a higher... Frequency. Frequency. When yes. I make an effort to do so, when I make an effort to do the self-talking, to hack my hormones, to do all of these things, I notice a difference. I, it, things start to like fall into place. Yeah. Don't you, don't you feel that way? Yes, big You time. notice a difference? Even mm-hmm. though it's not like the- It does. It's just things start just, to fall into they place. They do. Because you operate, you're radiating a certain energy and people are feeling it and, and bouncing off of it too. They're yeah. accepting it. So you're attracting, I don't know, it's just, it's cool. Because even for me now, like I just, I really, I actually set my goals for the year and little goals and all of that stuff. And I already, I feel a difference. And it's because of the dopamine, you don't realize it. But that's why it's so important to even set really tiny goals, even hour by hour, daily, micro goals, I used to call them. Mm -hmm. Because you'll get constant dopamine hits all day long. That's why it's nice to have the Apple Watch. Because uh-huh. you could be like, ooh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to set my, I'm going to stand up this hour so I can work towards my stand goal and you see it go yes. up. Or, ooh, I'm going to, you know, increase my steps this hour. I'm going to close a ring or whatever. It's little tiny dopamine hits all day long. It's like a little drug dealer. Hmm, that's funny. That's funny. We don't right? look at it that way, but you're right. It is. It is. It is. It's, it's like a little, it's like a legal drug dealer. And it keeps you accountable because if you're cheating on your workout or your steps or any kind of physical like physical activity, it's gonna say right there on your watch yeah. what you did today. And what did we recently talk about? What the problem with society, which we know we've talked about this a lot, is more we're sedentary. Very. Most people are very yeah. sedentary. Yes. And one of the things you can do that literally will prevent obesity and will prevent many, if not most, chronic diseases is to just move more. That's it. Not even exercise. I'm not even talking about exercise. I'm not talking about going to the gym. Just a brisk walk. 30, just 30 walking, minutes to 60 moving. minutes a day. Just walk. You don't have to go fast. Just walk as long as you're moving. Yeah. So like for me, I set that, that move goal. 
because I have become sedentary. I really had to stop and take a look at my life. And without the Apple Watch, you can't really, you don't, you lose sight of it. But I stopped and take a look. And because I've been so busy and I spend most of my day behind a computer screen, I become a sedentary person. Most people would be like, you're not sedentary. You work out every day. Yes. That's not enough. That's an hour though. That's an hour. That's. And the majority of your calories that you burned throughout the day is from your rest and metabolic rate. It's not even from the workout. No, that's a very tiny portion. Very tiny. Of movement. Movement, really, the movement, the non-exercise movement is where you're going to get the bigger bulk of calorie burn. Yep. That's where you're going to, you can impact that number the most. What people don't realize is when you're trying to lose weight, you you have to change output and input. You have to, you know, change the number of calories you take in. You also have to change the number of calories you burn. But the biggest impact you can make on your calories you burn is not exercising more. It's moving more on all your waking hours. Yeah. Not just by going to the gym for an extra half hour a day. It's by all that tweener time, getting a stand-up desk you know, um, moving when you can, when you're doing other tasks, if you can also be moving, maybe you're on a conference call, you're on a phone call and you could I literally pace. walk up and down the I hallway. Pace. I do that. I do that. I'm guilty of that. But it's good. Cause that's like your double, you're getting more use out of your time, Yes. you know, but, um, but set those movement goals. I tell people all the time when I, when I'm talking to my clients or doing a macro assessment, even I always tell people, even if they tell me, look, I'm sedentary, I'm like, okay, but just don't accept, just don't be like, I'm sedentary and that's that. Yeah, Obviously, right? you want a macro assessment, so you, you're you wanting to work on things. Mm-hmm. So how about let's work on not being as sedentary? I'm not saying to suddenly get off the couch and walk 10,000 steps a no, day. No, that's not how it works. No, what you can do, though, is take a look at what you are. If you are currently walking 3,000 steps a day total by the end of the day, start by increasing that by 500 steps. Little by little. Little by takes, little. And, you'll and notice then go, huh, okay, cool. I did 3,500. Go on. You know, and how are you going to do that? Like I recently, you know, I, what I realized is I'm getting the dopamine hits when I hit 10,000. I'm like, ooh, I like this feeling. That's five miles of steps? Five miles, yeah. You? It's of steps, five miles. I walked but, this morning, I got 7,000 steps. But I, um, my original goal is because I wanted to become someone that regularly walks 10,000 plus steps a day. But I didn't want to like shoot for the stars right off the bat and go from averaging 7,000 and think I'm going to just add 3,000 every single day. So I thought, okay, three days a week, I'm going to make sure I hit 10,000 steps. So I plug in walking into my calendar, just walk for an hour, then you're going to get your 10,000 steps three days a week. But I noticed that I'm happier on the days I hit the 10,000. So I'm like, you know what, if I can do it more than three, I'm going to go for it more than three. And lately I've been doing it like every day because I'm happier. And what, what I'm realizing now, talking to you guys about happiness hormones, is I'm enjoying the dopamine hit from seeing the 10,000 steps. You're like steps. a little kid just smiling and giddy. and <laughs> It's good though. Hey, listen, but that's what, you're, that's what you're telling people. Yes. They don't have no idea what they're missing out on. For people who are sitting there like, dude, come to our side. You'll, you'll be like happy you did. Yes, it sucks. And it's hard to get started. It it's hard to create a new behavior. Yes, it is. I had to sit there and think about it. How am I going to make this happen? I cannot just continue to say, oh, I got to walk more. I got to walk more. I got to walk more. Because it wasn't happening. I did that for months. I'm like, okay. okay. And I, I got to You're like, come on. I'll walk Pablo. Come with right. me. Just... The other day, I um, it wasn't a day that I'm supposed to get 10,000 steps. It was Tuesday. 
and Tuesdays I lift and do an Orange Theory class. So that's like, I'm not going for the 10,000 steps. But I went to go to bed and I realized that I was at 9,800 steps. And yes, I did hop out of bed and walk around the room until it hit <laughs> <until> it- <laughs> 10,000 because I want a dopamine dump. Up and down the hallway. <laughs> Get your steps in. Whatever it But takes. you know what, you guys? These are good things. You hold yourself accountable. Yes. That's your goal. And you want to reach your goal. And you aren't going to be settled till you hit that goal. But I mean, these are good behaviors. And you know what irritates the shit out of me? When someone out there listening will think like, oh, you're obsessed. Like, and they think it is like a negative thing. Like, yeah. oh, you're so obsessed with hitting 10,000. You're obsessed with macros or this. But nobody says that to people about like they're obsessed with, you know, getting their pastry every day or they're obsessed with, you know, whatever it is. You know what I mean? You're spending money on things you shouldn't spend yeah. money on. But you're not really taking care of yourself. But sure. You're, but you're obsessed with other things. Like I I, um, I think, that, I'm not sure if they ended up trademarking it, but um, Matt and Wendy... They've been accused. They were my coaches. I've talked about them before, Cyber Body Shop. But uh, they've been accused for being like, oh, you guys are obsessed with fitness, obsessed. And so they coined the phrase, success requires obsession. And that Facts. was their logo for Cyber Body Shop. I think they trademarked it. But it, and it makes so much sense to me because you have to be a little upset. Okay, fine. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with my health. I'm obsessed with yeah. my aesthetics. I'm obsessed yes. with, you know. Yes, cool. Exactly. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it could be worse things I could be obsessed with. Yeah. This is a good thing. You guys. So yeah, a, to some stop. degree, if you want to be really successful at something, it does require some obsession. You got to love. You know what pisses me off? You got to love these people that demonize healthy or call yeah. us health nuts or obsessed or this and that. Nah, nah, nah. You're just mad because you're not on this side. You're just yeah. mad because you haven't found your way. And it's okay. Once you admit, point the finger at yourself and say, well, Maybe it's me. It is yeah. you. It ain't maybe it's you. Because maybe at one point in time, didn't we all kind of feel that way? Did I resent the the healthy fitness people? I don't know if I did, to be honest. If I'm going to be honest with me. I, I've always been someone that admired, like, oh, I want to be like them. I didn't look at them and go, oh, they're obsessed with fitness. Right. I've never been that way. But a lot of people, you were on the other side at some point. I'm not going to lie and say I was because I've always kind of been. Someone actually recently said to me, what wanted you, what made you want to lose weight? What, like, what was it? And, and my answer was, because I wanted to live, I, we only have one life to One live, life, people, that's it. And one I time. wanted to feel what it felt like to be like the best version of myself. Yep. I, you know, because we only have one life here. So I'm like, I don't, I want to be the best version I, of me. And I see these people like in back then as magazines, because it wasn't internet, social media and all of that. I would see people on magazines and I'd be like, I want to feel what it, what that feels like to look like that. And that's what motivated me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in on this podcast. We really appreciate it. Actually, we got some, a couple of more five-star reviews i read them you guys thank you so much thank i appreciate you. it you have no idea how much we love you guys we yes. love doing this i yes. hope that comes across i hope you enjoy having coffee with us two Please times a week recommend us to friends family whoever yes. you know out there we're trying to grow this thing you guys yes thank you so much guys we will see you on the next one see you